For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. I don't sound very scary. Maybe I should have opened with some kind of a sinister laugh, like a <laughs> "Happy Halloween." I don't. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I'm not the scariest of people out there. But welcome back to a special edition of the podcast. And you know what? I'm not very scary of a person. You know, I I wear a lot of black. I guess that's as close as I get. But I wanted to do something special this Halloween. I love Halloween so much. And I thought to myself, who would be the perfect guest? So, here he is. Spencer Charnas of Ice Nine Kills. It's hard to think of a more Halloween-y guy than Spencer. And what a year Ice Nine Kills has had. Me and Spencer spoke like a year ago. Just as their latest record was coming out And I don't think anyone saw the success they've had coming And it is really, really great to see Spencer is a great guest And it's great to talk Halloween and talk horror a little bit with this dude So sit back and get ready for this one It's short, it's just a little, you know, little mini episode I like to do If you want more stuff like this you know, sort of bonus episodes, additional content. You really should check out the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. I know I talk about it every episode. I'm going to talk about it again. It is what keeps the show coming at you week after week. And for only a few dollars a month, you can help keep this thing going and growing. So head over to LeadSingerSyndrome.com. Slash all access That gets you in Check it out And a huge shout out to all my sinners worldwide For helping me with this thing So much If you want to get in touch with me Feel free 
My email address is leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com. Add me on social media at Shane Told. Search for the show, Lead Singer Syndrome. It'll pop right up. Add us on there as well. And if you like this, please tell a friend, tell a loved one. Word of mouth is so important to this stuff. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing Halloween. Whatever you decide to do, please be safe. And if you have any good Halloween costumes, music-related, lead singer-related, definitely send them my way. I'll post them up on the Instagram page. Anyway, here it is, the special Halloween edition of the podcast and my conversation with Spencer Charnas of Ice Nine Kills. You can save yourself or save Spencer, what's up, man? How are you, buddy? Dude, I am fantastic. Maybe not as good as you. You guys are... You guys have had a hell of a year. Congratulations, man. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome time, and it's good to be talking to you again after a year. Yeah, it's it's been a whole year. It's almost exactly a year. Silver Scream came out. You have the Silver Scream final cut about to come out which is very cool i mean you guys you guys make like the best music videos ever uh i watched the it is the end one it's just like they seem to be getting as your success grows the videos seem to be getting more and more elaborate and and a higher level of production um and i mean your fans like what a cool band to be a fan of when when you know what i mean i wish my favorite bands did shit like this because it's it's really really cool what you do for your fans Thank you, man. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun, and it is the end shoot. We got to take over this abandoned amusement park and uh, really sink into the sort of eerie backdrop of the whole lyrical content of that song. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that you're bringing back like the, you know, the same actors and you know, things like that are, are super cool, too. Um, but, but, you know, this is a special Halloween episode of the podcast. And I thought of, okay, who can I get, you know, to, to be, you know, a special guest for, for Halloween? And I, you know, your name came to me right away. You know, I had, I had a, a Guar on the show a couple of years back, you know. And I was like, no, nah, this, is, this is a guy that definitely can celebrate Halloween with the best of them. Um, what does a guy like you do when, you know, on Halloween? How do you celebrate? Last year was a really special one for me. I was in Los Angeles, and John Carpenter was doing a show at the Palladium. And for those of you who don't know John Carpenter, no one really embodies Halloween more than that guy, because he's the person that wrote and directed the original 1978 Halloween. Yes. And it's responsible for the whole slasher craze that, that followed in its wake with Friday the 13th and you know many imitators and uh, you just is such an important figure to be not only in horror but in music as well because that that score that iconic Halloween score really makes the film and was one of the first things that uh, I could see that that showed the power of music 
and how that can change a, um, a visual element to make it Absolutely. so much scarier. So I got to see him perform live at the Hollywood Palladium, and it was it was a really great experience. Absolutely, it's funny you bring that up. Like you know, even your even newest video where you're standing outside the tour bus, you know, with your your knuckles all bloodied, you know, just <laughs> just talking about the ten hour drive you have to make. It's like that. That's sort of not that scary a conversation in some ways, but you add that music behind it, and 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 it definitely puts that spin on it. It is uh, it is a hundred percent hundred percent true. So I see on your tour schedule, and you got a big tour coming up very soon with Fit for a King supporting you guys. Um, some huge venues. Congrats on that. I mean, a year ago, this is like, you guys, wow. You guys have come a long way in a year. Um, but I noticed there's a little uh, bit of a gap there. You got a gap on October 31st and a couple days off. What, what's uh, what's the deal with that? So I, I purposely did that so that I could enjoy uh, my favorite holiday. Okay. And... Uh, it's kind of like a religious holiday to me, so I wanted to take it off from work. Uh, still trying to, trying to plan exactly what I'm doing, but I might be going to the house where they filmed the original Scream, that final scene. I've been there a couple of times. We became friends with the property owners, and they're doing something called scream Oween, where they're throwing a big, big bash at that iconic location, so I might have to do that. That's awesome. That sounds great. So as a kid, were you as obsessed with Halloween as you are now or even more so maybe? Oh, I was always obsessed with it from as as young of an age as I can remember. It was always a ritual for me and my mom to decorate the house and decorate the front lawn. And I would put a, I would take an extension cord and run it onto the front lawn to a strobe light. And I would, I would wait for trick or treaters and jump (laughs) out of this coffin and try and scare the hell out of them. <laughs> and it's always been a really important holiday to me. And even before Halloween, like in the days leading up to it, I would walk around the, the town, my block, like dressed like Michael Myers. And I remember my mom bought me these like platform shoes so that I would appear bigger. <laughs> and uh, I would just duct tape it so you couldn't see that they were heels. But uh, I was pretty <laughs> scary. Kind of like a cross-dressing Michael Myers if you took away the duct tape. <laughs> I love that so much. Did you have any, um, are there any memorable Halloween costumes you had uh, or specific stories from Halloween when you were a kid? I think I, I'll pretty much just always dress as Michael Myers because he was the king of Halloween to me, always was. Uh, but any, I'm trying to think if there are any other specific ones. Uh, it was definitely fun last year going dressed as Billy Loomis from Scream, yeah. uh, which, which is cool because, you know, it's just a white t-shirt with some blood on it, but as soon as you part that hair in the middle, people are like, oh, that's Billy Loomis. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, you know? Yeah, well, I remember the last time we spoke uh, a year ago, I compared your, your role in whichever video it was at the time, you know, when you're at the window, um, very, very much like like Billy Loomis, um, and you were like, "Thank you, man. That's exactly what I was right. going for." So, uh, so I can see That's it. Correct. I, I see a little bit of a, a Billy Loomis uh, look there, um, there, there in you. Um, so, I, I want to talk about the, just the amazing success that you have had, you know, over the last year. Um, you know, I think when we spoke, you know, you had some high hopes for this record. Definitely, you know, the concept. For it to be so well received by your fans, you must have, I mean, 
this must be really ideal for for you know what you thought that this record could be uh, and what it's become. Definitely, you know, I, I thought that it would it would find an audience. I thought that our current fans would like it, but I really didn't have any idea that it, that it would reach the heights that it's reached. And I think it was a combination of you know the right songs with the right movies, but just the right timing. You know, um, right horror and and horror movies are bigger than they've ever been. I feel like box office and uh, critical wise, um, even with like films like Get Out. You know, getting an Oscar attention, you know, not a traditional horror movie, but definitely a thriller. And with the success of It Mm -hmm. and Halloween, the the reimagining of Halloween, I think that we just sort of hit it at the right time. But it's uh, it's always been Halloween for me and a horror filled (laughs) year. So I'm glad the I'm glad the universe is catching up. No, no doubt. Even like movies like Hereditary and uh, Midsummer, like those movies. Uh, you know, they they almost took on a filled a different space of horror that I think you know it's almost like, I call it like hipster horror. You know, it's like yes. uh, a, a little bit of a different different thing from the traditional. You know, what you talk about Halloween or 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 Nightmare on Elm Street or you know those those style movies. Um, but I think when you say that, you're sort of downplaying just what a great record you made. Um, you know, musically, the songs. You know, we're talking about. You know, uh, I'm hearing. Great mistake getting played on, you know, terrestrial mainstream radio now. And that's not because, you know, horror movies are popular. That's because you wrote a great, that's because you wrote a great song. Well, thank you very much. And it, it's funny because I sort of fell out of listening to radio for years. I, you know, I grew up with WBCN and WAAF and WFNX in the Massachusetts area being being like the staples of rock radio and going through, you know, the 90s and, and pop punk from like Blink and pop rock like Lit from Seattle, you know, yeah. Nirvana and, and Smashing Pumpkins, that whole scene. But then for like most of the 2000s, I just didn't listen to the radio anymore. And a grave mistake really, uh, I think, is just that sort of radio time from like the mid 90s through the late 90s of influencing me and i think we kind of can't come from the same era in that regard i oh, know you're a smashing pumpkins fan and yeah. i love the of disarm so it, it's Thank cool you. to see that that I, I don't think i was influenced by modern radio but rather than the 90s kind of stuff and to see that song have success is, is really cool to me because I just love that era of, of music. I totally agree with you, man. And yeah, I, it's funny too. I went through the same phase as you and I don't know if it was just music. Like I was in a different place musically. Like I was just really into punk rock or hardcore underground music. And that's why I, I ignored the radio. Or if it was that radio music on the radio was particularly bad during a certain time. But yeah, there's like a period of time, maybe in the early 2000s, where like I don't know the the hits, like I I just right. missed them because I was listening to I don't know like less than Jake and like you know shit like that, um, you know in the late nineties early two thousands when I was just so immersed in in underground music, and now it's great because I can turn on like eighty nine X in Detroit, shout out to them and hear you know bands like Ice Nine Kills on the radio and fucking crank it up and be like okay this is sick. I'm listening to mainstream radio and I get to hear quality music. 
Well, thank you, man. And, and I, I think, you know, I also have to give a big shout out to Sirius and Octane because yeah. they really, on the radio f- uh, front, they really got behind the band hard before, you know, Terrestrial picked it up. And uh, Vinny over there happens to be a huge horror fan and he, he really embraced the record. And Jose and Grant, Random and Kayla, yeah. they, all, they just really spun it hard. And I think that that was a tremendous help in uh, helping the rest of radio catch on. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so uh, Friday, I guess, uh, well, yeah, actually it'll already be out when people hear this because this is coming out on Halloween. But uh, uh, your new version of the Silver Scream is out featuring new track Your Numbers Up, which is very aggressive. And anybody who thought, you know, you guys were going to slow down getting a little bit of radio success, a little bit of mainstream attention... Well, they were dead wrong. Dead wrong. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, yeah. That's I had that planned. Uh, <laughs> you know, they you you guys are really going for it, like going for the throat. Um, you know, sound wise, production wise, uh, it is not only an epic track, but also very very heavy. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, when people have a little, when bands have some sex, success on the radio people think that maybe, oh, they're going to go radio. And that just wasn't our intention. We've always had sort of a really heavy side and also a very kind of radio rock side. And uh, I don't think I I see us ever getting rid of either. Um, And our fans have been so cool about always embracing that we, we are not heavy sometimes and there are songs without screaming. And then we can get down. And then sort of a cross-pollination of those two styles. And when the movie calls for it, we're going to go wild with it. And uh, Scream was one of those ones, especially that opening sequence that the song is really inspired by, that is just so vicious and disturbing that it it just called for some brutality. Absolutely. Um, You guys, with your demographic, um, a lot of younger people are into your band which is great, which is really, really awesome. You must be inspiring a lot of the younger people to go back and check out, you know, some of those classic films. Um, does that happen to you a lot? Like somebody says, oh, I just watched Scream, you know, for the first time or, or whatever other movie. That's, that must be a cool feeling to kind of instill that in, in sort of the youth. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, that must and, be fun we- for you. We see that a lot, and, and it seems to be that some of the older fans that we are uh, attracting, getting them into, like, you know, metalcore kind of sounding music, they're like, oh, I've never really listened to this kind of style, but I love horror, and I'm going to listen to it. And then on the younger side, they like the heavier music, but they maybe haven't seen those movies, so they go and watch those movies. And anytime I hear that we're helping the genre, either be it on the, on the movie side or on the music side, it gives me great pride, and uh, it, it's been amazing to see uh, the demographic expand in both ways. You know, families, parents in their 40s coming with their little kids dressed up as Michael Myers, and <laughs> and it's not just like the parents are using them as like an accessory, like, oh, cute, look at my little kid in a Jason mask. The little <laughs> kids are singing along to the yeah. words, so it's uh, it's been really cool to see almost like a Comic-Con kind of culture uh coming out to the shows absolutely absolutely um so i got a couple fan questions and then i'll let you go 
Um, yeah. This one comes from um, Melissa Gilroy. Uh, she wants to know, of, of all the different horror conventions uh, you've met and people in horror, who is the most um, interesting or your favorite person that you have uh, met? Oh, wow. That would definitely be a hard one to answer. And I've met so many people that... I respect in horror from, you know, Kane Hodder, who's played Jason many times, to Derek Mears, a newer Jason, uh, to Bill Mosley. Um, but I think it would have to be a three-way tie uh, among uh, three people who have become friends of mine through these conventions. One would be Felissa Rose, who uh, plays the lead character in Sleepaway Camp, a really... Oh, yeah. A cult favorite sure. uh, slasher movie that was incredible, and she, you know, she produces like Slayer's music videos now. She's awesome. Sweet. Ricky Dean Logan, who was in Freddy's Dead, he he gets his ear cut off by Freddy, and uh, just really funny scene. Also, has been in like you know cameos in Seinfeld, and uh, Jason Lively, who was in uh, Night of the Creeps, as well as played Rusty. In European vacation. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I can think, I know I yeah. know that one. <laughs> I think he's gonna pork her dad. No, yeah. well he may pork her, Russ. All those guys have been become great friends of mine and, and even Ricky Dean Logan from Freddy's Dead appears in our video for Stabbing in the Dark. He plays the security guard at the prison. And uh, I love doing that kind of stuff and involving uh, friends I've met in the horror world into our stuff. Okay. Uh, thank you for answering that. Um, another question, and I don't have the name here, so I apologize to whoever asked this. Uh, which recent horror movie have you seen that you thought missed the mark, and which did you think absolutely killed it? Okay. So I think uh, I'm having trouble coming up with one that I didn't really like, but uh, one movie that I've seen recently that was just really badass was called Terrifier, and it's... Uh, it's a clown killer movie and just the level of gore and how vicious the film was really kind of pushed the boundaries for me. Wow. And I suggest, yeah, I suggest everyone checking it out. I know they're making a sequel right now, uh, terrifier too. So All right. I think it's on Netflix now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a question from Zach Weissenberger. Uh, he says, is there anyone out there that can beat the Patriots? <laughs> anyone out there that can beat the Patriots. Uh, probably O.J. Simpson is the only one I can think of. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll take their heads right off. Right off there. Helmet and all. Yeah, dude. There you go. Uh, the Patriots are... I know you're a sports fan. Uh, yeah, Patriots are having a season, dude. It's it's like a bloodbath every time out. They're just, they're just killing everyone. One of my favorite memories from a show we played, there's a venue that's attached to a Gillette Stadium that's a really amazing venue. I don't think they use it for rock shows anymore, but if you ever get a chance to play there, I highly recommend it. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, <laughs> final question here from Markham Ray King. He asks, uh, with the success of the Silver Scream, does he know what's next for the band? Uh, is he going to keep uh, writing adaptations from novels or movies, or is it going to go in a complete uh, other direction and then he says thank you guys for killing it no pun intended uh-huh. <laughs> I like that yes I think that, that you know that's a question that we've been getting uh, a lot and I think that I'm still trying to figure it out you know I, I love horror and I think in true horror movie fashion there's always room for a sequel and I, I just think that if we do that it has to be done in a way that's a new fresh take on it 
especially with the film element of it. And I've got some really cool ideas uh, brewing in my head for that one. So you're going to have to wait and see, but you could be sure that uh, we're not going to release anything that I don't 100% back. Oh, I believe it. And I mean, the amount of work that goes into being the front man of Ice Nine Kills uh, is a lot more than most bands, I uh, guarantee you. Uh, so, Spencer, the fans appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Happy Halloween. I hope you get up to something really awesome this year. And uh, all the best for uh, uh, 2020 if I don't talk to you. Well, I appreciate that. And I also just want to say we got a really special treat coming out on the 25th when the album drops. Thank God it's Friday, which is um, we have an acoustic version of that song coming out. The original Jason who jumps out of the water, Ari Lehman, sings on the track. So you're going to get the real Jason singing on a track about Friday the 13th. That is so sick. Um, I love it all, man. Uh, congratulations, all the success. And uh, thank you, man. appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Shane. We'll have to tour soon. I hope so. I'll leave you all with the tune. Here it is. Your number's up on Lead Singer Syndrome. Thank you, Spencer. Thanks, buddy. I'll tell you mine. My name? I picked up the phone when mom and dad left you alone. I wanna know what I'm looking at. I'm hanging up the 
There is new music from Ice Nine Kills. Their reissue is out now. They're on tour right now. Make sure you go see them and hit that subscribe button. We have episode 200 coming up next week. Of course, we got a very, very awesome guest. I don't want to spill the beans on that, but make sure you're back on Wednesday for number 200 and... I think I think we're just finally hitting our stride with this thing. Anyway, happy Halloween. I'll lead you out with some great old-fashioned Halloween music. Peace and love. See you next time. <laughs>